0: And today, we're going to be reading from the book of Luke chapter 19, verse 29 to 36. If we can all stand and read it together, that will be great. Luke chapter 19, verse 29 to 36, then... Verse 38. Hallelujah. The King James. Are you ready? Want to go? Let's go. And it came to pass... When he was come near to Bethany and Bethany, at the mount called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying, "Go ye into the village over against you; in the which, at your entry, ye shall find a colt tied." Whereunto ye never man sat. Lose him and bring him either. And if any man asks you, Why do ye lose him? Thou shalt say unto him, Because the Lord has need for it. And they that were sent went their way, and found even as he has said unto them. And as they were losing the court, the owner thereof said unto them, Why lose ye the court? And they said, The Lord has need for it. Verse 38. Saying, blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the title of the message is, the Lord has need for it. Hallelujah. You may be seated. The Lord has need for it. For it, why would God bless you a thousand times more? Because the Lord has need for it. Hallelujah. The Lord has need for it. You see, when we study the book in the old testament, the prophets, the difference between the ministry of Moses and the ministry of Joshua, although the ministry of Moses was great, mighty things happened, miracles happened, but there are differences and there are similarities. Moses was instructed by God to take the children of Israel From Egypt to the promised land. Is that not true? But Moses never at any time in his ministry set a timeline for that to happen. Moses never told them when it was going to happen, but he told them they were going to go to the promised land. But Joshua, on the other hand, as soon as he resumed office, he said, in three days, we are going to take over the land. Praise the Lord. He said, in three days. Wow. In three days. What took over 40 years? He did not mind the timeline. He wasn't considering the obstacles. He wasn't considering the nations that were there to obstruct them. All he depended on was the word of God that told him, only be courageous so that you will be able to take them to the promised land. And when he said, in three days he was equally talking about the death and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ that in 3 days when Jesus Christ will spend in the grave then the new life will come the promises of God will come the promises of the new creation was bettered after 3 days so in your life in your ministry, when you do have things to do, you have to follow the principles of God. The principles of the Word of God. Jesus Christ was heading to Jerusalem. In the passage we just read, he was heading to Jerusalem. And when he came to the boundary, he sent two of his disciples, giving them two very clear instructions. He said, look for a cut that have never been used. And when you find it, lose it. (laughs) Untie it. what? Untie it. That? Maybe I should stop there for now. Untie it. Their court has life but has been restricted. Have been limited. But God or Jesus Christ gave his disciples the ability to untie. To lose it. Grant them freedom. I don't know where you have been tied. I don't know what has tied you. What has tied your destiny? What has tied your success? What has tied your marriage, your your family? In the name that is above every other name, I command it to be loose. He said, lose it. Set them free. Set the court free. And when you get to where the card is and you start losing it, he said, the owner will come and he will ask you, why are you losing it? Jesus Christ told them what to do. And he gave them what to say. I'll repeat that again. Jesus Christ told them what to do. When you find a cut, lose it. It's their responsibility to lose it. Losing the cut would have not been sufficient if they did not say what Jesus Christ told them to say. He said, when the owner comes asking you, why do you have need for these?' What do you say to them? Because the Lord has need for it. Why do you want the blessings of God in your life? Because the Lord has need for it. Why do you want to go to the next level? Because the Lord has need for it. You set the time. You set the time. Joshua told his children, or the children of Israel, in three days, we are going to take over the promise. So in your life, you can set the time of your manifestation. You can set the time of that miracle. The project you are working on, you must have a date where it must be completed. It is your responsibility to determine it and to declare it. Don't mind your resources Believe it, search for it in the word of God, discover it, follow his instruction by the Holy Spirit, and you will overcome and be successful. He said, In three days, we are going to take over the land. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 23. Hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! There is nothing new. There is nothing new here on earth that has not been prophesied, that has not been written, and they were written for us to live a blessed life. What did it say in Deuteronomy? It said, and he brought us out from hence that he might bring us in to give us the land which he sworn to our fathers. The world has gone forth before Joshua. Joshua has not even been in leadership yet. He was still serving Moses. But this word of God has already gone forth. That his word was going, that God was going to bring them out of Egypt and he was going to bring them into a new place. A land flowing with milk and honey. A land better than where they are coming from. A land where they don't need to suffer the way they they were suffering. A place where they can worship God and be free to declare his holiness. The word has already gone forth. Same for us. Jesus Christ, the word, has already come. He has already given us his promises. It is left for us to activate it with our mouths. It is left for us to follow the instruction of his word. To live righteously as he has commanded. It is left for us to aspire to do more in his name. Because he said, in my name they shall cast out demons. In my name they shall take up nations. In my name they shall do exploit. It is our responsibility to put it in our mouth and declare it irrespective of where we are. Are you following me? Why? Because the word of God is potent. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is spirit-filled to do that which you boldly declare in his ears. Hallelujah. Why will God bless you a thousand times more? Because he has a need for it. Jesus Christ was by the river was by the by the, by the sea sign and he wanted to minister to a group of people and he said as the people pressed into him there were empty boats Jesus Christ had a need for the boats and he went to Walmart to Home Depot and God's people together and call on Noah to bring his ark. No. For every assignment, there is a provision. For every assignment, there is a vessel prepared for the use of the master. When God gave his word to Joshua, that take the children of israel the word has gone forth the word was potent the word has the ability to perform it but if he refuses to declare it by faith it will never come to pass so i want you to write this down believing believing without confession is useless Did you hear me? Believing. Believing without confession is useless. Is dead. You can believe all you want. If you are not bold enough to declare it, it's useless. Because the Bible instructs us in the book of Romans, it said, with their hearts, man, believe it. With their hearts, man believe it. You can believe. And they are made what? Righteous. With their hearts, man believe it and they are made righteous. But with their confession, they are saved. Without confession, you cannot be saved. Without confession, you cannot enter into new promises. Without declaration, without announcing it, you cannot take possession of greater grounds. He said, the Lord has need for it. But he needed man to go. He needed man to go ahead and lose it. Are you hearing me? Just like the children of Israel, we are in a journey. We are in a process. We are being led by the Holy Ghost. We are being led by the Word of God. And He's taking us from one place to bring us out and to bring us in. But are you ready to declare what God has said? He said, the land I am taking you to, is a land that is better than the land where you are a land that is more beautiful a land which the land produces milk and honey before you plant there will be harvests before you desire it it will manifest he said and when you get to that land Moses was telling his he was telling was giving the last instruction before his death He said, now God has multiplied you, God has increased you, but when you get to that land, God will multiply you a thousand times more. Are you hearing me? So what he's saying, that the blessings you think you have seen today, the anointing you think you have today, God is about to do a new thing in your life. You have to be open for it. You have to be expecting it. And above all, you have to say what God says. You have to declare his promises and say it boldly. I am going into my new land. I am going into a season, a new season, where God is going to enlarge my capacity a thousand times more in any area of my life, there's going to be increase and it's going to come stress-free. Are you hearing me? You might look at this place and say, it's beautiful. Yes, it's beautiful. But where God is taking us, is going to be more glorious. Because he said, the glory of the latter is greater than the former. You should expect it in your life. You should expect it in your ministry. And you should be bold to declare it before you see it. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. He was instructing his disciples. He said when you go to that city, when you enter the gate, when you enter that city, you're going to find a cult. Whose responsibility to find it? It's their responsibility. So by faith, they didn't say, "God, give us the actual address where we should find it." We want the address. Make it easy for me now. Are you you understanding? Give me the address so I can put it on my GPS. God said no. You go to the city and you will find it. So what is that you are looking for? Go into the word of God and you will find it. Because his promises, they are yes and they are amen. When you find it, you put it in your mouth. And you begin to declare it. You begin to say it like we sang this morning. His goodness is running after me. His presence is with me because He has said, I will never forsake you, neither will I leave you. And no, when? Now! Are you hearing me? Because the Lord has needs for it. If you don't say what God has said, God will not be glorified. If you read the preceding uh, verses, Luke chapter 19, Luke chapter 19, if the disciples did not follow the instruction, read from verse 34, if they did not follow the instruction, Jesus Christ, timing will have been distorted. His timing of going into Jerusalem will have been distorted. And the timing for the people to give him glory will have been distorted. So if you don't do what you needed to do, following the word of God and declaring it, you will. You will deny God his glory. If you are not bold to tell people That God has blessed you and God is blessing you, you are denying God's glory. Let's read it 34. And he said, The Lord has need for him. Keep going. And they brought him to Jerusalem, and they brought him to Jesus. And they cast their garments upon the court, and he s- sat Jesus thereon. They sat Jesus thereon. Go ahead. And as he went, they spread their cloths in the way. Mm-hmm. And when he was come near, even now, at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice, for all the mighty works that they have seen. Praise the Lord! Who was praising? Who was praising God? The disciples, why? Because they saw the word of God come alive in their presence. They saw that being obedient in obeying what God has said produces results. They saw it, that if they have not obeyed what Jesus Christ commanded them, go into the city, get the place loose, get the court loose, and say to the owner that the Lord has need for it, they will have denied God's glory. They will have prevented people from worshiping God. So in your life, you must identify those things which God has instructed in his word that is a promise pertaining to your present circumstance. Right now, there is something Now you are believing God for. I want you to go to the word of God. Get a word. And begin to declare it irrespective of what you feel. Irrespective of your resources. And begin to declare it. That is going to come to pass in my life. It's going to happen. I'm going to be number one in my field. I'm going to do well. I'm going to excel. My house will be peaceful. My marriage will be peaceful. My children will do well. I declare in the name of Jesus, my ministry is expanding. I'm going to touch nations for God. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how small you are. It doesn't matter where you find yourself. Believe the word of God that he's able to multiply you a thousand times more. You may have been making a very small money today. In your finances, it's not working. That's not the end of it. He said, bring ye to me your tithes and your offering, and I will cause men to bring to your bosom. Hallelujah. He didn't say you would tell your pastor to give to you. Who will we bring to your bosom? Men. So, how is it going to happen? Paying your tithe and your offering doesn't guarantee that. You must say it. Are you hearing me? Men are bringing to my bosom, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. <laughs> oh, mashallah, bagaya! Are you hearing me? You declare in the name of Jesus, because I have untied my cords. By placing my tithe and my offering. In the name of Jesus Christ, and I now declare the promises that follow it is that men will bring to my bosom, pressed down and shaking together and running over. Therefore, in my life today, I expect a blessing that causes me to run over. Why? Because the Lord has need for it. Do you know that if you are making $100,000 today, your tithe is $10,000? $10,000. $10,000 can do a lot in the kingdom of God. But if God does not increase you a thousand times more, you are no longer making $1,000. You're going to be making how much? Your, your, even your, your, your mind can't even calculate it. Because you are thinking now a thousand times a hundred thousand is too much for God to do for me. Because God has need for it. If you you make one million dollars your tithe every month is what? One million dollars a month and your tithe is how much? One hundred thousand dollars. Because God has multiplied you, what? A thousand times more. Why? Because God has need for it. Then you can buy a warehouse and say, take it, church, and use it. Because God has need for it. God needs your cuts. God needs your boats. God needs your your finances so that he can bless you. So that he can increase you. There are needs everywhere. Every time Jesus Christ minister on the face of the earth there were needs. He needed a boat. He needed a court. He needed a place to host his disciples to have the last supper. He even needed a grave when he died. And he did not buy any of them. And he said, I am the same yesterday and today and forever. What I did in the past, I am doing now and I will do it again. Praise the Lord. I said, God will bless you eight thousand times more because he has need for it. In the book of Deuteronomy, he said, when God has blessed you and he has brought you into this land and you have eaten and you are full, that you should not forget to worship him. You should not forget to praise him. You should not forget to acknowledge who the source in your life is. Hallelujah. I said, confession, I said, believing without confession is dead. Believing without confession is dead. You may have pain in your body. You may have pain in your body. After you pray to God and say, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, heal my body from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet, I am healed. And you take the necessary step. You should move past that level and begin to declare, the life of God is at work in me. I have the life of God in me. I am his temple. Because he said, I will build this temple and the gate of hell will not prevail against it. Was he talking about a physical temple? No, he moved past that level. So you are the temple of God. You remember the song we used to sing? God has prepared us a sanctuary. When? When? He has not prepared us, he has made us his sanctuary, he has made us his temple, and in that temple there is no sickness, in that temple there is no pain. In that temple, doesn't mean that there will not be attempts by the enemy to put them there. But it is your responsibility to declare what God has said. In John 10:10, 10, 10, what does he say? John ten ten. The thief commit not, but to steal and to kill and to destroy. Does the does the thief come to a place where that is empty to steal? So you have something valuable to steal. The thief commits not. But for to steal and to kill and to destroy, and he said, Go and relax. He left you like that, hanging. What did he say next? I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I have life abundantly. Eternal life is at work in me, so I have life abundantly. The thief will see try to come to steal from you, to steal your joy, to affect you emotionally, to affect your body, to afflict your body. But the Lord has need for your body. Are you hearing me? Your body has been dedicated to God to the service of God, to the worship of God. He has made you holy and righteous. So the, his body is actually your body now. And when you get a hold of that, and you begin to visualize it, you begin to, to visualize it, you begin to assess it, imagine it, Christ does in me. It's not I that now live, but Christ now live in me. Therefore, the life I now live is the life of the resurrected Jesus. When he died, I died. And when he rose, I rose with him. The life I now live, I live by the strength of God who loved me so much and gave his life for me. Why? Because God has need for me. I said God has need for you. God has need for your hands. God has need for your mouth. God has need for your legs. So don't allow it to be afflicted. So when he becomes afflicted, refuse it. Rebuke it. Because there are greater works for you to do. There are people you must affect. There are people you must influence for God. If you are poor, there is so much you can do. You can pray. You can pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. But there are things money can do that prayer will not do for you. Are you hearing me? There are times you have to pray for the increase. Don't let this month slide by without you declaring to yourself, to your resources that God has increased you a thousand times more because God has need for it. He said, I'm bringing you to a land that is flowing with milk and honey, a land better than where you are right now. You may have witnessed some blessings right now. He said, I'm going to multiply you more. I'm going to make you big and you become so large that people will envy you and people will give glory to my name. Expect it. Look hard for it. Declare it. Are you hearing me? Why? Because the Lord has need for it. Because if you don't say what he said you should say, even when you do what he said you should do, you will deny God his glory. You will deny God his glory. And God said my name I will honor and my word I will honor for those who dare put it to work. Hallelujah. Tell somebody my life is beautiful. Tell somebody my life is beautiful. My life is beautiful because I have Christ in me. A thousand times more. So when I bring you into that land, say God will multiply you a thousand times more. What you see today is nothing compared to where God is taking you. God's ability in you today is increasing even as I'm preaching to you right now. God is changing your level. Let your physical level meet up with your spiritual level. Let your promotion that God has granted you in the spirit realm come to manifestation by you declaring what God has said. Are you hearing me? I know there are there are things that would challenge you the word of God in your life and make you feel it will never come to pass. That is why the owner will come when you are losing the courts. Are you hearing me? I said there are things that will challenge God's blessings in your life. That is why the owner has to come and ask, Why do you have need for the courts? There are things that will challenge. God's promises in your life because they want to be sure if you really, really, really know that God has made provision for you and you are bold to declare it, that's why the owner will come at the time of losing it. Even when the owner has no need for the cart. he was there all this why? But until you begin to make that, that plan, until you make preparation, until you get ready for that level, until you get to the end of your road and say, God, I believe in your world. Take me from where I am to where you promised to take me to. It will not happen. Don't be like Moses who told the children of Israel, God will take you to the promised land and never told them when it's going to happen. But Joshua, on the other hand, came and said, in three days, in three days. What did, Moses, what did Joshua have? Moses, Joshua did not have the rod. Moses did. You know why? A time will come in your life where you must allow the old to pass away, no matter how good it is, no matter how beautiful it was, no matter the great things he has done for you, there are some people in your life that must live so that God can take you to the next level. God is the one that dreams. He's the one. He's the the divine dresser. Let him dress you. Don't hang on to what he's cutting out from you. Are you hearing me? Let him remove those things. There are certain things you must leave behind. Do you know how good that rod was to, to the children of Israel? Do you know the mighty things he did with his rod? And he was described as Moses, the anointed servant of God. There is a time. God, will set you up a new level. And that level comes with a faith confession. That level comes with clear instruction of what you need to do and how you must do it. May it be challenging? Yes. Will that stop God's word? No. How are you going to be blessed? A thousand times more A thousand times more. Why? Because God has need for it. How come doesn't it bother you that most churches can afford a good camera? Because the people in the church, they cannot give to that level. Don't it bother you that the the church has to rely on donations from outsiders for the people in the church to get blessed. So it is necessary and very, very important for you to say what God says because God has a need for your vessel. God has a need for your time. God has a need for your talents. When you hide your talents, God will take it from that person that hides it and give it to somebody else that is using what they have. Jesus Christ said, when he was sharing the parable, he said, the third talents that the servants, that told him that you are a wicked servant, you are a wicked king. You are a wicked king, and as such I heed the talent I give, you gave me. He said, what you have said what you have said you judge yourself. He said you judge yourself so your mouth will bring judgment against you or will bring liberation to you. Either it brings you salvation or it brings you success. Either it brings you health or he brings you sickness. He said with your mouth You are either justified or you are condemned. With your mouth, you are justified or you are condemned. It's the same mouth. However you use it, it will produce the result for you. But may your mouth be a healing tongue. And may your mouth bring you blessings. May your mouth. Bring peace upon your body and your home. May your mouth bring you a thousand times more blessing in the name of Jesus Christ. When God blesses you, don't look at it and say, it's too big now. I pay $100 as my tithes now I make 100000 how can I give $10,000? He so said, when you do that, according to Deuteronomy, he said, attacks will come from the neighboring environments. And they will come and pray upon the blessings of God in your life. May that not be your portion in Jesus' name. May the blessings of God not separate you from his presence. May the blessings of God establish you. May he establish you and cause you to prosper even more. He said that kings are coming to your dwelling. I declare every king that needs to locate you Wherever they are, I decree that they find you even in this month of multiplication. In the name of Jesus, I pray every helpers of destiny, wherever they are that have been allotted to you from the beginning of the earth, that you have never found or known, in this month of increase of a thousand times more, they will come from every direction. In the name of Jesus, every blessings of God that need to come alive to set you apart, to bring you into a place of rest, may God cause it to manifest right now in the name of Jesus. I pray right now that every devourer, every word killer, every destiny stiller to be gone from your life in the name of jesus every destiny that have been tied i command it to be loose right now in the name of jesus every works of your hand that have been tied i command it to release right now that they are able to do that which they needed to do in the name of jesus i release upon you the grace I release upon you the ability. I release upon you the power of the Holy Spirit to cause the word of God to manifest in your life. To prosper and make you a mighty man of valor in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything that God needs you to provide, he will give you the source. He will supply you. He will supply all of your needs according to, your glorious, according to his glorious riches in heaven. So shall it be for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah.